Welcome to That's Feminism Broad, where we are exploring diverse voices and modern female strengths. We're here to capture and reclaim the term feminism, because unlike Justice Stewart, I know it when I see it is not good enough for present-day women and the women who raised them. Join us to create a community of women who can support and empower each other as they go through all that life throws at them. We want to hear your story, and we want to use it to build strength, trust, and enthusiasm for our sisterhood. Ladies, 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 let's have a little chat today. I hope you guys are well. I wanted to um, say a couple things about accountability. It used to account for something, and now it doesn't, and I think we're going to get into a world of hurt if we can't figure it out. We, as leaders of our family, along with our significant other, um, have an obligation to make sure that this keeps growing and that people are held accountable for their actions. Internally, we have to hold ourselves accountable. We have to make sure that if we're raising children, that we are holding them accountable. And then, of course, outside in the world, we have to hold everybody's feet to the fire and ask people to deliver on what they said they would deliver on. This week, we celebrated Columbus Day. Uh, my son didn't know it was Columbus Day. He thought it was just a teacher in service day. So that right there shows that we are not asking those who are supposed to be accountable for the education to be accountable for the education. I don't want to take a long dive through Columbus, but just really quickly, he was the GOAT of exploration. I mean, the greatest explorer of all time. Now, like all GOATs, I wouldn't necessarily have him, you know, babysit my kids, but he was amazing at what he did and what he was and what he was, was an explorer. And he did a phenomenal job exploring and we are holding him. Some of us are holding him to today, 2021 standards, the irony of that. And then of course they want him knocked down the irony, of course, of holding Christopher Columbus to 2021 Western culture standards is that he is the one that made Western culture possible. Possible. He explored the Western hemisphere and he brought Western civilization to that hemisphere. So it is because of him that we have this moral growth over the, these hundreds of years. So let's just take a step back and appreciate what was accomplished um, because of his travel. And then just the beauty of somebody with a curious mind who's willing to take a risk. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that. But it did sort of get me thinking about, you know, holding people accountable and being accountable ourselves. Um, David Brin, I'm going to steal a quick quote from him. Awesome thought process. Transparency is key to reciprocal accountability, which we use to both be free and to be smart. It is the miracle tool that enables us to question the lies of monsters. So as we break down accountability today, I think there's like three main components to how to be and to ask others to be accountable. And the first one is, like David Brin says, to be honest, be who you say you are. Not just behind closed doors, not just in your journal, not in the safety in your like-minded Facebook group where you have a lot of confidence to get really loud, but be who you say you are all the time. I'm not asking you to always go and start the fight and stir the pot, but just be comfortably who you are and then honest about that. It's If you are going to walk away from that group of girls and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe she said that. It made me want to. 
that's not acceptable because whatever it made you want to do, tone it down, stay in control of your emotions, but you should have said the thing that you feel like you should have said. That's on you. You have to be accountable for who you really are because if you're walking around and you're fake, then they don't even know who you really are. And then they can't really ask you to be all that you're capable of being. And you can't really offer all that you're capable of offering because you're hiding behind this facade. So I think it's super, super important for everybody to be who they say they're going to be and be really honest. Of course, always be respectful, be kind, but be completely you and know that occasionally yeah passion equals investment so you are going to get passionate about some things but if that's if you can leave there and they can say yeah but that's Bridget being Bridget well then that's all right um we don't want to be surface level we want to be personal with our relationships so if we're surface level and superficial then we're not even giving really to the relationship so it is selfish I mean it's it's selfish um, and it's also disrespectful if we are not going to give the person honestly who we are. We would ask that in all of our valued relationships. You know, that's why you have that friend that tells you really the truth about how the genes look or whatever it is. Because you need that honesty in your life. And that shows that they respect you. So you should be doing that for everybody you interact with or everybody that you respect that you interact with and interact with. Um, no, anyway, no need to be, you know, unbear your soul on everybody you meet and make it big and tense, but just always be, just always be real. I think the second thing, aside from honesty, is that how you show up matters. That's really basic accountability stuff. How you show up matters. Be early for the appointment. Dress appropriately for the job interview, or maybe even slightly better. Learn everybody's name. I suck at this. Um, I always try... I always try to use somebody's name right after they've said it. Like, hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Or, hey, Rachel, did you do blah, 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 so that I can get their name. I'm still really bad at it. But, um, again, it's just, it's about respect. If you're, you know, if you're going to invest your own time in that conversation, then at least be present enough to learn their name and then give that back to them because that's also a sign of uh, respect. You could always do that modern family thing where Phil creates that bizarre, hilarious name game if, if that helps with the name. But show up. Really show up completely and honestly be present in the conversation. If it's in your finances, show up with the last account balance. Show up with the budget and really look it in the face and face off with all of that. Invest in the intimacy of these relationships or these things that you're working on. Respect the time with the people that you have because they are respecting their time with you. Always, always show up as that loving spouse. Show up as that involved parent. Show up as that invested employee or employer. Be that engaged member of your parish, your group, your community. But how you show up matters. So just being literally there, just plugging in your volunteer hours, it's so different than the engagement. And you need to know that. Showing up, I mean, I'm a huge fan of existing in my yoga clothes. But, um, you know, when you're showing up with, for that thing that matters to somebody and you show up half-assed or half-dressed or hair a mess or haven't bothered, that reflects poorly on you. And that is part of being accountable. How we show up matters. How honest we are matters. And then, and this is the one that stings so much, the follow-through matters. Uh, follow through with what you say you're going to do. Be, be a person of integrity. If you say you're going to be there, be there. Be there on time. Don't be there with an excuse. Uh, my husband and I were foster parents for a little bit, and then we moved to a new county, and we didn't renew because 
well, that's a podcast for another day. But the most disheartening thing is all of these parents is that they just are not accountable to anything. And it's indicative. I mean, it says, it says so much about the type of people that end up having kids in the foster system, the type of parents that end up with kids in the foster system. It's yes, it's obviously that huge drug problem or that you know, huge physical abuse or abuse problem, but it's always these little personality traits too. And you know, one probably leads to the other, probably leads to the other until it escalates until your children are taken away from you and they're in foster care. And we used to have, um, regardless of what kid it was, as long as they were still trying to work towards moving back in with their families, they had these family meetups where they would, where I would drop them off back in this, you know, a safe environment, like, um, child services building and they would meet up with mom or dad or mom and dad or grandma or whoever it was that they were removed from and just to catch up and say hi i mean i would say nine times out of ten it didn't matter which kid we had in our home the parent either didn't show up or showed up late or showed up high or showed up distracted or left early and it was always this excuse oh i couldn't get a car and oh i couldn't do this and it's always so simple and it's just a lack of accountability. And I'm not saying there's not bigger problems there, but I'm saying the second you stop holding yourself accountable, the second you stop being honest, the second you stop showing up, the second you stop following through, you're headed down a path of destruction. So just be genuine, honest, present, real, where you are, when you say you're going to be there. Yes, things are going to come up. Yes, okay, you did promise your kids a trip to Disneyland, but you didn't really think they were paying attention and now their room's clean and maybe that one's not totally gonna happen. But also maybe don't promise them the trip to Disneyland. Be truthful from beginning to end and accountable from beginning to follow through because that follow through matters. Again, we don't need to get super political, but um, I was reading this article in our local paper that took each of the schools in the district and it talked about um, the masks because they are required here um, in all of our schools, K-12. And it looked at each school and it said what percentage of children were without masks and whether they had like, a, you know, if the, if the information was available, whether they had an exemption, what kind of exemption they had, how many of those exemptions were approved and how many were denied. We don't have to take a huge deep dive here. Personally, I and my family do not support the mask mandates. And I like the idea that my children can have a free face, free conversation, free emotion. Um, so my children are exempt from masks. And it was interesting to see my school district, actually. It was the largest school district that had exemptions. And I celebrated that because that's something that matters to me, but also because I know the other schools in the area were trying, I know people from the other schools in the area and I know how they felt and I know they were trying to remove masks and it was a little bit harder and it was a little bit more challenging. And I couldn't help but think my community has gotten really, really loud about this. The neighbor, you drive through a neighborhood and there's a bunch of unmasked our students, unmasked our kids signs. And maybe this isn't an issue that matters to you. Or maybe this is an issue that matters very much to you and you are on the opposite end of it. Uh, the, the purpose of this is just that it was beautiful to see people getting loud about something that mattered to them. That's the beauty of our free country is that you can start to make some noise. And it really just takes one voice and one voice then provides 
another person an opportunity to share their voice and it creates a stronger safer space for more people to share their voice so if masks is a big hot button issue i get that we don't have to talk about masks here that's not what i'm trying to say but what i'm trying to say is we do have to be accountable for how we feel if i feel like i want my kids to be able to do a certain thing and i can tell that the world is pushing back on me then it's important for me to throw a little sign in my front yard and it's important for me to stop by the school and ask what i can do and how I can do it. It's important for me to find the doctor that can support my belief system and the religious community that can support my belief system. And it's important for me to follow through and run around and get all that stupid paperwork just so that we can get the exemption form and fill out the exemption form and have it in their file and use it. And all of this is a pain in the ass, but if you're going to be authentic, then you have to follow through. And you have to be accountable. And that accountability isn't just like, oh yeah, blah, 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 I hate this, I hate this, all in your Facebook group, and then going back to like faking it. And this doesn't have to be political. I happen to use the political thing, but be accountable as the coach. Be accountable as the guy that's handing out the paychecks. Be accountable as the spouse. Be accountable as the parent. Be accountable as the neighborhood watch system. Be accountable in all of the things that you say you invest in and you care about. Just just do it. Follow through. So for me, I think that accountability really means with like being honest to start just being you know, not quietly honest, but openly honest about what matters to you and then show up for it, like always really present physically showing up and then also staying there when it's so easy to be in the room, but not really be in the room, show all the way up and follow through. Because I think lack of accountability becomes a lack of honesty and then that quickly becomes a lack of courage. And with all that cowardice, we all get robbed. So regardless of what side of the fence you're on, get noisy. I have no problem seeing the board meetings where both ends are getting fiery. Yes, they are both being accountable for their morals, values, and ethos. And again, we got a lot of that stuff because we are a free country that has come so far. And we have all of this Western world abundance in our lives, a lot of which came from Christopher Columbus, whether you like him or not. So let's not take it back to cowardice. Let's continue to grow this with honesty, courage, and be accountable at the polls, guys. I know it's not super political, but just show up. Don't just vote the ticket. Look into the person. Look into what they believe. Look into what matters. It's okay if you're registered as this and you really find a candidate that connects with you in the way that you want your life to look like in the five-year, 10-year, 15-year future of you, your family, your future family, whomever. Be invested enough to do the research and be accountable. And um, I don't know, be feminine because that's feminism, bro. That's it. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for joining us today. Please like, share, and review. You can find me on Instagram and at That's Feminism, bro, or via Facebook through Bridget Van Musker. You're always welcome to shoot me an email at thatsfeminismbro at gmail.com. I'm happy to answer any questions or concerns you may have. Music is by Pixabay, and artwork is by KBB.